Welcome everyone to the post game, uh, the, the post war games uh, edition of, of One Nation Live. Joining me live here, and you guys can uh, introduce yourselves. Jeremy Donovan here, and the young boy baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so we just got done watching uh, NXT War Games and. Uh, Gentlemen, what did you think of this show? Uh, there was five matches, and uh, you know it's a lot shorter show than we're going to watch tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of this? I mean, overall, I thought it was a pretty decent show. Well, first off, who says I'm watching tomorrow's show tomorrow? <laughs> 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 yeah. I know. I thought it was a, actually a great takeover. I thought it was uh, top to bottom a really, really good takeover. Yeah. Yeah, so like um, the I guess we can start with the main event since we just finished it. Uh, the War Games was brought back for the first time in twenty years. No, it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, yes, this was not the War Games of, of old. There right. was a big metal part in the middle between the ring. There was no roofs. No sparklers when the cage came down. Yeah. No submit or surrender. Three teams. There were shark cages. There was no roof on the motherfucker. <laughs> uh, there was there was weapons in there. There was no intervals between the individual people coming out. It was just the whole team getting. Nobody had war paint on. No, no one <laughs> oh bladed. man. No one bladed. I thought it was a lot of good action in the match, um, but to me, there how I would have done it like WWE. Got it close to what I would have done, but um, since they started with the triple threat deal, uh, the first team that they they released was Undisputed Era, and I thought that um, that was the right thing to do. But what I would have done is had Undisputed Era whoop ass essentially, what they like they did, and then um, who was who would have come out next? Sanity would have came out next to pretty much try to fight them, but still be outnumbered. And then by the time the the real hosses come down there, uh, it's five on three against all these folks. But they decided to go another way, and there was like a, you know, it looks like Alexander Wolf damn near died in this match. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of blood from that uh, top rope German through both of those tables. Bleeding from the back of your head is a lot different from a small cut. On the on front. Your, on the front of your head, it's not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think ultimately it doesn't matter what order they came in. Because uh -huh. they didn't understand the psychology or care to try to understand the psychology of bringing in the different people with the, with the advantages. That mm -hmm. wasn't the story they were telling this match. The story was, let's get them all in the cage as quickly as possible so we can have as much action as possible for right. as long as we can. That's that's the only time the match picked up was once everybody got in the cage. It, up, up to then, there was no point. And, and one thing that really like um, bothered me was when they kept saying... The match uh, hasn't started yet. Yeah, the match yeah. hasn't started yet. It's like we're watching a match. Like <laughs> right. I, I understand there can't be a winner right now or well, there's listen, no refs in there. Last week, Braun Strowman came didn't actually wrestle. Oh. That wasn't a match either. Oh, okay. The Belden ring. The Belden ring. <laughs> So we got a comment it looks like from Simon. He said, War Games was awesome, but Velveteen Dream caught my attention tonight. We are getting to him in a moment. Uh, he said, this match was part War Games, part WWE Steel Cage matches, and 50% Lethal Lockdown. Now, you guys are talking about Lethal Lockdown. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was way more similar to Lethal Lockdown than it was to yeah. War Games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It, you know, one thing that also like got on my fucking nerves. Uh, Dustin Rose was sitting with Arn Anderson, and if you guys watch WCW <laughs> or anything, that makes no fucking sense. Arn Anderson and the Four Horsemen put hard times on Dusty Rose's family. He, he literally cannot sit with Arn Anderson. Like, that That doesn't work. Like, <laughs> what, what were they thinking? k is dead. Yes. Burn. I think it was 2012 they inducted Dusty as an honorary, like, Horseman member. So, k is definitely dead. Bro, like, how, do you, how does Dusty Rose even, like, accept an honorary membership to the Four Horsemen? Like, they honorarily whooped your ass for all those years. Like, how, how does that, how does that, like, that go? Um... Dave Fenchel says the camera work really hurt the main event. They missed some really important spots. Yeah, yeah. they did. The uh, Samoan drop, uh, fallaway slam where, where they were Killian Dane and I believe it was uh, Razor. Uh-huh. They were both doing the same move, but we couldn't see that because the camera was only focused on Killian Dane. And I think this is a this is a function of the large, yeah, uh, WWE. WWE rings like because you know in WCW the rings were smaller so it always looked like a more dangerous environment this just looked like a big wide open cage or whatever and all that so with the size of the workers and the size of WWE's rings they could have actually literally done this in one ring yeah it would have been fine right yeah um, but yeah, uh, I guess you know we can leave it there on war games. Like I, I got no, 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 we can't because I need to say something. I keep letting them break my heart. Over. This is my favorite match of all time is the War Games. I love that match more than anything else. I think the 92 War Games is maybe the best WCW match of all time. It's better than freaking Flair and Steamboat. It's better than Ray and Eddie. And they killed it. They killed it in one night. They got it. <laughs> you waited all these years. <laughs> Now, granted, there hasn't been a good freaking uh, War Games match since 92, but I expected there to be something that was at least War Games-esque, and uh-huh. this was just a double cage match. That's yeah, all this was. Right. I, I don't, right. I don't get the whole deal like with the shark cages at ringside because uh-huh. they're, you know, that, that had weird. that was weird. You know, they're them trying to get their gimmicks off or whatever. But um, yeah, and, and something else that annoyed all of us. They have a war games match going on. They're chanting for tables. Yes, the whole match. Yes, like yes, you already you have fucking war games match. A double cage match happening, and you're chanting for tables. Like yeah, uh, someone has to explain that nation like, of tables. Like with me, like tables, like they add to something, but it, they're not like a main event. Like they were like, we want tables. I was like, I want a roof. <laughs> it's like I want to make yes. surrender. Yes, <laughs> I want. Blade, I don't care. I want these guys to blade. I don't care. It's the morning. <laughs> yeah, man. We get their um, health. We want blood. I don't yeah, care man. about hepatitis. I want them to blade. I don't care. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, like, like moving on from the war game, we had um, in NXT. Ratings. Oh, uh, I have three in three fourths. Or, yeah, three, three yeah, seven, five. I think we all pretty much agreed on that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it, it, it the like, action was a great. lot happened, but then it was just a lot that just felt like it was missing. The storytelling yeah. and yeah. the psychology and for rants the consistency. <laughs> <laughs> what up, boy? Um, yeah, so they did it. They switched the NXT title tonight to uh, uh, Andrade Cien Almas. Shocker. That was a that's one that of the good shock. shocks. Yeah. Because um 
the the deal with it uh looks like we got a couple comments let's read it before we get to all that uh simon says uh wcw had split cameras thank you kevin dunn uh 1992 war games was awesome and no roof for war games was stupid as fuck uh, they they got a they could have gotten a taller cage. Dave Fenchel says I don't think the war games concept works in today's environment. No blood and it's important. Today's audience doesn't have the attention span for a match where it takes so long to get to anything quote unquote important. Well, they do if they're working as fast as they did in '92 instead of everyone laying around and. Have it, like when the match started, you know what pissed me off was when the match started and those guys literally spent two minutes just, just staring, staring at each, at each other. other. Yeah, like, yeah. It was a big moment. Like, Did they not understand that this is not a like, big run moment it. match? This is a freaking blood feud blow off. They're supposed to be like brawling like their Edge and freaking Matt Hardy in two thousand five. Yeah, right. run it. Like we we, we watched ninety two War Games before this and like dude they were just going at it. They worked bell to bell the whole match. It's not a slow match. Yeah. This was slower than that match was by far. Like, I want to say it was 60 seconds before they started swinging on each other. Oh, right. And it was like, if you're going to do that, like, Adam Coulter, like, ran away, and then the other two dudes were like, well, we here. Run it. Right. And then, right. you know, you get to it I from there. They would have had a better match without two rings and two cages. They right. might have. Yeah. So just the lockdown. No, if they would have just had, like, a regular, like, triple threat. Six man or whatever you want to call it, they would have a better match. Tor- tornado tag cage tornado match. Cash, yeah, 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 whatever. Now they switched the NXT title from Drew McIntyre after only three months, and they gave it to Andrade San Almas, who got over huge tonight. Uh, they gave San treatment. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he, he's had a long arc back because if you remember when um, Almas debuted. Uh, he came in and they put him as Ty Dillinger and it just didn't work out for whatever reason. In suspenders. Reason. Yeah, in suspenders, yes. And uh, it just didn't work out. And it was like, wow, this is a, one of those quote-unquote indie guys that like people didn't take to. And I, I wondered why that was. My dog, Lasombra. Yeah, and, uh, and now he's the champion so, and, and with, with a sudden reverse of for, fortunes. The only thing I can think is people were about to turn on Drew McIntyre. Right. And, was, and, and NXT might have sensed that. Yeah, I, I, feel I was like. hearing some booze when he first came out, and then when they were kind of doing the face off the intro, I started hearing the booze. I'm like, are they are they booing this well, man? Well, he's a natural heel. Yeah, I mean, his size and his look, he's a perfect monster heel. If it was up to me, I would book uh, McIntyre versus Gargano as a title match for mm-hmm. uh, TakeOver New Orleans. I don't know. They were tag team in, uh, in Evolve. In Evolve. And yeah. They have amazing matches, I've heard. I didn't see them, but I heard that they're supposed to be They've also wrestled each other a bunch yeah, out there, right. too. Yeah. So that makes sense. Well, McIntyre could be in the Royal Rumble now. Yeah, I mean, he'll probably Nothing stopping him. Right. Nothing stopping him now. They're, they're chanting 3MB tonight, they too. They were too. chanting 3MB. Yeah. I thought they had a great match. Like, I would, really I would go, good. I would go, uh, I would go four stars on it because it did have that thing in the beginning where it kind of started slow. Yeah. yeah. But the Zelina Vega spots definitely got folks into it. And I think Andrade is like. You know, a talented guy. The only he's, he's more talented than he's even shown in NXT, to be honest. Bro, he's like he's he's almost NXT's Naito now. They're, like the only thing with him, I don't even care if he, I don't even care if he learns English now because he has Zelina <laughs> Vega yeah. translate all this shit and, and do whatever. Yeah, um, Zelina Vega has been uh, such a savior for his career. It's really stepped his game up. Dave Fenchel says, this was too soon for Almas. I didn't feel like I was taking on a journey to get there. There was, They literally played a video oh, package before the that's match. That's part of the problem. He's also a heel. Yeah, here's part of the problem. A lot of people only watch the takeovers and do not watch the weekly NXT. And then they say, there's no journey. 
If you watch the weekly NXT for months now, you saw the story of Almas partying, going out drinking with girls, and then Lena came in and week by week, Almas was beating people. He beat that uh, uh, Cesar Bernoni who beat him with the upset. Yeah. He beat Roderick Strong. He beat all these people. In a row. built up to him getting this number one contendership. This didn't come out of nowhere. It was actually like a couple months build into him getting the number one contendership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to defer to uh, Jeremy on that because I haven't been watching it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take your word for it. Oh. Uh, but I will say there was, three, there was three moves in this match that I thought were just freaking awesome. When he did that... Uh, when he did that moonsault to the outside, yes, that was awesome. Yeah. When he did the better Sister Abigail, but with the DDT, yeah, that was freaking awesome. And then when he when he finished him off with, I don't even know, is that one of his regular moves that he with, finished him with? With, with the when he did the hangman DDT, but it was almost like a uh, the hammer lock, the hammer lock, it was a brain buster though. Yeah, that was so nasty. I'm Mark, guys. Okay, I'll just <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark. Me, We're like, all marks. When he got pinned, I was like, "Is he really hurt? Was that supposed to happen?" Like, like I was believing for a minute that he really was like out, out. And then even afterwards, I was like, "Yo, is this real?" Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> it looked for a second like yeah. it was a situation. You guys remember when um when Emma did a sandwich on Becky Lynch and she, like Lad or NXT yes. yeah, or Brooklyn a couple years ago? Yeah, and she didn't count. It had a like a little bit of feeling like that or whatever. So I was like, huh. but um. No McIntyre as a champion anymore. Uh, Dave says, seriously, though, guys, stop the press. Where's the ab contest? I said the same thing <laughs> earlier. And it's never, like, like, Jeremy said they never mentioned him once. Right? It was never been on TV. It was only Gargano and Michaels. Maybe it happened off camera. Kind of like that Pete yeah. Dunn versus Gar- Gargano match. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe play, play it on NXT. CTV or something. Uh, uh, while we're on the topic, y'all put on. Do I think Sean cheated for this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like hey, bro, I don't know if y'all seen Sean's arms lately, but, but, but like, that is looking jacked. A no, man's been PC. Um, how about how about while we're on the topic that night that weren't camera? How about half the crowd being not even there tonight? Yeah. They literally didn't. They did not sell out, and in fact, it was like it looked like a SmackDown show. <laughs> yeah. Um. That that leads to tell me one thing that maybe War Games isn't a draw. Maybe uh, McIntyre's not a draw. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why they switched the belt. I don't know. Although I can't see that Almas would draw either. I mean, I don't know that he's that over. But there's other baby faces that could draw. That's true. Yeah, I could see him as just being a transitional guy. Um, kind of like how Drew was just a transitional guy. Right? James said McIntyre needs to be on the main roster three months ago. I totally agree. From day one. Right? Yeah, like he he right. literally could have could have won the belt where Jinder won the belt, I and mean, we could have probably no, had no, a lot better no, better couldn't. results. Yes, yeah. <laughs> tell us why, Josh. He's not Indian. <laughs> He's not representing the one point three. Um, Simon says three MB is about to get that reunion going. About to do them clean jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who they're going to do those cleaning jobs to? Who? The Shield. The original Shield. <laughs> yeah. The, the original, original shield. shield. Yep. Oh, man. So, uh, I want to talk about the women's match, but I kind of want to talk about the most impressive thing of the night first. Uh, the Unquestionably. Dream. Yes. Oh, one yeah. night, 
one, one, this man became a motherfucking star. Uh, he's 22 years old. This man has the whole Prince gimmick going. When he got in the ring, if you look at it, he had to deal where he looked like Shawn Michaels with the glasses. Not and then it. he was like, had his arms out. And then he had the, uh, the zipper on the pants. And yeah. then he does a ravishing Rick rude, like with, with the fucking pants. Like, <laughs> this dude is, is the truth right now. Maybe not in character work. I wouldn't say he reminded me of Mr. Perfect, but for some, some reason while he was walking out his mannerisms I don't know what it was something about like just the believability of him being that character it just reminded me of like a Kurt Henning or like a Rick Rude and I remember I looked at these guys and I was like this guy there's something very 90s about this match even before the match started you got the one dude coming out with like the 90s Undertaker gimmick and then this other guy with this incredible you know character work and I was like man this is really 90s WWF and uh the storytelling throughout the match was the same way on a night when I expected to get 80s NWA action, uh-huh. I ended up with a great 90s WWF type of match with much better athleticism. It was yeah. really good. Yeah, and, and, I, and I've seen people on Twitter say, like you already, like you said, um, you know, this is storytelling and psychology only. I'm like... What, from him? No, from that match. Now, that match was awesome. Now, yes. It is. It there was storytelling. What is wrestling? There was storytelling. There was psychology. You know what else there was? A lot of awesome fucking moves. That's, <laughs> how, that's also what happened. <laughs> like there was a lot and, of and a lot of, and, and yeah. great timing uh, and control of the crowd. Like you know, Dude, when is the when is the Velveteen uh, Dream shirt coming out? Right. Like, <laughs> Dude, I, love this, I love the spot where uh, Alistair Black whipped. Uh, Bellatine into the, the ropes with the Bret Hart spot. Yeah. And he bounced off and did the moonsault and caught him on the way down. Dude, that was sick. Yeah. Well, I, I think we need to watch that match again. <laughs> like, I, liked, like, I liked when Velveteen acted like he was going to dive to the outside. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, and, and stunned it. And, and they stunned it on him. Bro, and then like, they, And then, you know what? This is all just storytelling stuff, whatever. Like, something, something about this match really reminded me of, like, Macho Man Warrior from, like, WrestleMania with all the, like, posing and uh, stuff. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's just me, but and Velveteen got a win too. He finally got right. yes. Black to say his name. He, yep. got that, he got that Jeff Hardy Undertaker uh, Royal yeah. Ladder Match moment. Right. Yeah, like like he literally like the the crowd was out there like um, they were hot for that dude. Yeah, <laughs> like like he, he got he became a superstar on one night, and he's twenty two years old. And you know, people say there like Jobs saying there's a curse when I say this, but this man, he's a future world champion. <laughs> Because you said the same thing about Cody, and he's a world champion now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's 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 read a couple of these. Uh, Dave Finishel, Finishel says, "Bigger problem for NXT. They succeeded by grabbing the best indie guys in the world. Now they're down to second tier indie guys, and it shows." I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that because they're always going to be able to refresh because there's always a new crop of guys. Because right now they can go get Matt Riddle if they want. Ricochet's about to come in. Like it's. They're right. they're I mean, always going to be replaced. I would not call Lasombra a second-rate indie guy. He, I wouldn't he either. He's one of the biggest draws in CMLL. I wouldn't call Adam Cole a second-rate indie. Yeah, guy three-time Ring of Honor champion, only guy to win it three times. I wouldn't call uh, Kyle Riley a second-rate indie guy. I mean, this is a dude who is an international star in Japan. I'm not really into that. Adam Cole like that, but I like you know his accolades like you know put him yeah. at a higher tier. That I mean, are they Samoa Joe or CM Punk? No. But, I mean, that era doesn't exist anymore. Right. That 2005, 2006, you know, indies 
happened a long time ago. It's 2012 now, you know, and these are the guys that are that were big stars. Yeah. Um, uh, Simon said, looking for Velveteen Dream merch, none to be found. Stoneface. I, I, I assume that they're going to change that soon, and I hope they come out with the frilly shirts because right. I want me one of them joints. <laughs> the, the frilly joints, with the, and I want the three glasses. Yeah, I was going to say yes. that. <laughs> like, 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 bro, like, first off, WWE needs to be careful that, tr- that Prince doesn't have that trademark because right. the estate of Prince will come get your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when Prince died, I tried to listen to some Prince music on uh, YouTube. You can't find any. They got that stuff on. Yes, all right. That, yes, you got to go to title if you want some Prince. Though, Tommy Ed made him look like a. Oh my gosh, bro! bro. Yeah, he did. Bro, uh, Black was like the thing was enough people started cheering Velveteen Dream, but I don't feel like they ever turned on Alistair Black. And Alistair Black looked like the veteran. And he also made it where it was like he was the star, yeah. And he he made that guy, right. or whatever. And all Dream had to do is show up and do all his cool shit, like, and, and it just works right now. Right. I was um, disappointed I didn't get to see the elbow. James said it felt '90s because of the gold dust homoeroticism, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Fenchel says James is a hater. Hashtag not living the dream. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, one thing I did say about Velveteen Dream, like if they're gonna like do the Prince, uh, and you know they're gonna go all in with it, they need to make sure the entrance music is this on point. Gotta be better. Like it's gotta be better. Like right. like they they went like the mid tempo uh, kind of knockoff Prince joint, and they got that wah, 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 like which is kind of like a you riff come out on a that purple, are in uh, on a purple motorcycle. <laughs> Maybe that's his WrestleMania answer. It's like, bro, bro, like if this man comes out right at WrestleMania, like, like it's the end of Purple Rain, or like, like on the motorcycle. I can see him like floating down to the ring with like doves behind dude, him. That oh would, my like, god, that would be great. bro! Like, that would bro, be, dude, bro, what if he, he? We need to just get him Apollonia now. They come out with it with a tight black joint or whatever. Like, you know, you can get like. You know what uh, they could do. Turns Alina Vega. Why can't you put her with him? Right, right. <laughs> they made some really great advances. Dave, they cannot just pay for the rights of Purple Rain. You know how much that, that would cost? <laughs> yeah, you know how much that would cost? They can't even afford Pyro. They're not going to afford that. Hey, in my fantasy booking world, they've made some really great advances in uh, hologram technology. They could bring Prince back and actually have him perform his... Correct. 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 <laughs> Uh, James said, homoeroticism is only a problem for the for a homophobe. Drops mic. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joel Sorensen says, them, show, them them tights were fired off. Yes, they were. We didn't yeah, actually talk about that yet. Tights, yeah, it was total Rick Rude moment. Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like anytime you see your, your uh, face on a grown man's pants, you have to whoop their ass. Right. Like, you just have to run it with them. Right. Like, and you have to win. You can't, like, alright. Like, <laughs> like, like, if he beats your ass and he's wearing you, like, that, that's that gotta fuck with your head, doesn't well, it? I, I wonder why no one in MMA has ever done that? Oh my god. Well, they're not allowed to now. No, but in Bellator they can. Oh, okay. Right. In oh. Bellator they can do anything. Yeah. Yeah, including like jump in the cage and push a referee in Dublin, Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is... They're shoot that man. done stuff like that. You know, like, that's such a heel move. Like, I would do that. Yeah, man. But I, I ended up giving that match, like, I thought it was a four and a half out of five. Yeah, four and a half, yeah. Um, I saw some folks going five on it and all that. It was I've seen good. a lot of five-star matches this year. It wasn't that, but that's nothing against this it, match. It was this was fucking great. Yeah, four and a half, five-star for the storytelling, 
for sure. I mean, it was a great storytelling match. It was a star-making performance for uh, Patrick Clark, though. Yes. Yeah, definitely, dude. I expect big things for Velveteen Dream in the future. He should be on every takeover from now on. Yes. Although they should have not had him say his name and let it go into another match. match say my name, say match. my name, my match. Name match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make it like a I quit match, essentially. Yeah, I would have done that. Joel says, Black Rick Rude, respect to him for paying homage. Yeah, I, I guess. But, um, yeah, man, what what else? We had the women. Uh, the to another shocking title change. Um, it was a vacant championship, and Ember Moon um, basically came out here. Oh, okay, he said Dave thought he meant homoeroticism was some sort of negative. Hashtag catch up. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the women, uh, we had Peyton Royce taking on uh, Billy Kyrie Kay Sane. and Kyrie Sane. Who was the other one? Ember Moon, the one that won, yeah. <laughs> Um, and it, the belt was put on Ember Moon after she's notoriously come up short or been injured in her p- title uh, uh, challengers. Uh, Patrick Clark is the Velveteen Dream. You know, the the, the artist formerly known as Patrick Clark. You know? <laughs> <laughs> James. Like, I, like He asked, who the, who the fuck is Patrick Clark? I said, the artist formerly known. Uh, but, yeah, well, you got shocked to see um, Ember Moon win? Yeah, but yeah. I was more shocked about that. Uh, powerbomb that Nikki Cross took to the cement. Yes. Oh, man. Bro. That was sick. It, that was a sick bump. Is what I was telling y'all when we were watching it. Like, I remember seeing, like, Psycho Sid do that shit to dudes, like, when I was a kid. And I thought dudes were dying out there. Like, with powerbomb to, yes, right. power to the concrete floor. Like, no, man. Like, you have to, we have to, like, stop the match. Throw the X up. Throw the X up. Yeah. Like, she, she's done. But right. Nikki Cross is crazy, apparently. So. Um, yeah, I was definitely shocked about the title change. I mean, you would think that if they were going to put it on Ember, they would have just did it, mm-hmm. have her beat Asuka and win it that way. So, it, it weakens the the division a little bit um, to have her have come up short against Asuka twice. I mean, they were close both times, but then for, for it to be like, oh, well, she's second best. Instead of having like a storyline of redemption right. and you know regaining her confidence and then becoming the top person... It's just like, why Why would you run it back and put it right on her right after she just failed? Mm-hmm. Right. I for sure thought they were going to put it on Peyton Royce just because they really haven't had a strong heel, like, NXT Women's Champion. I guess and, and, I, and I really thought they were, like, uh, they were anxious to have that, but they must realize that we not with that shit. Right. <laughs> they had it with the boss. Yeah, yeah they had yeah. Sasha. But there are so many babyface women, I thought, you know, they put the belt on Peyton Royce and just line them women. Right. And Royce to cheat and get over. Yeah. Get heat. Uh, I really thought that was going to happen. And I'm I'm, I'm thankful to say. Don't doubt that they don't do that soon. <laughs> James said, hashtag, ain't no Patrick Clark, bro. Viva, <laughs> hashtag, Viva La Velveteen. <laughs> uh, Dave Fenestrel says, it seemed anticlimactic to have Ember win tonight. I think she could have benefited from Bill like Chase. I'm actually with you on that, Dave. Right. Like, if they were going to do it, they. I agree with you, Dave. Even, even if they never wanted to give her the title. Because, think about it, like, she's failed so much, she's already been at NXT for so long, how much longer is she really going to be there? Right. Like, if you want to start building the, the future of the division, like, I think you got to look at Kyrie Sane, don't you? And then also with, like, Bianca Belair waiting in the wings and the rest of, like, you know, the women there. Or the golden goddess, Mandy Rose. Correct, correct. Get but her on TV! <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Oh. Um, I mean, if they really want to get this women's division over, what they need to do is sign Candy Cartwright. Oh my god! <laughs> Jordan Grace. And they the, need to bring the her cutie pie club, whatever. Yes. And they need to put the belt on her, and then the next thing that happens is she beats everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, beats everyone like Bob Holly. Uh, Simon says they should have milked the Ember Moon, Ember Moon winning the title more until the WrestleMania weekend takeover. The only thing is, like, I don't know if they, if they could have kept her that hot for that ah, yeah. long. Now, um, now with her gimmick, the way that they've been exposing it, and uh, you know, it was a really cool gimmick when it started, but she's doing regular promos and stuff now. It's yeah. kind of killed it. Mm-hmm. If they did that to Undertaker in the '90s, he would have never survived the '90s. Right? She's supposed to have like this dark kind of like. Mystery, mystery character, and then she's like, in the PC in normal promo with no contact lens, uh-huh. normal promo. It's like, nah, well, yeah, totally what? Takes, takes you out of the character. They're like, giving her the demon treatment, like she's Finn Balor or something. Right. So maybe she ends up dropping it to the person who she's gonna be like, you know, putting over big. Right. Who would it, that be? Shayna Baszler, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, Dave said, "Rich just agree with me. Stop the show." <laughs> All three of us agree yes. with you, Dave. Uh, Simon says uh, he wanted Ember Moon to win the title, and and he's glad she won it. But Oscar wasn't too good to do a job. Um, she showed a job to her. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, um, she should have. I don't know, man. I don't know if she was ready she's for Oscar. She's going to lose that Survivor Series tomorrow. Nah, bro. Oscar's about to be a, <laughs> she's be a Survivor. Gonna, she's going to lose with a schoolboy roll-up and someone's foot on the ropes. It's going to be stupid. Oh, my. She's going to lose to a snapmare? She's going to lose to a snapmare. She's going to get atomic dropped and it's going to be over. Michael, Michael Grimes says, how many people are listening to this over watching Triple H Live on Facebook? <laughs> Hashtag me. We appreciate you, Michael. Um, That's right. Top talent. Top talent. Over you know, huge, Over Harry. the game. <laughs> you know, we will not draw to the game. You know? young, young talent will not be buried yes. by the game. Yes. You guys can't see it, but I'm throwing up a one sweet right now. Yes. yes. One sweet. Oh, uh, James said uh, Ember winning the belt right after Oscar left makes the women's title feel like our participation trophy. Exactly. Oh my oh, gosh. James agreed with me? It's <laughs> 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 a crazy night. <laughs> it's wild out here. Um, I, I thought it was a nice touch to actually have Oscar get in the ring with her, but I, w- I was screaming at the TV for Oscar to put her in the Oscar lock and just remind her that nobody is ready for Oscar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she can snap at any time in the dress, you know. Especially not Emma. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Careful, man. You're going to have angry wrestlers yeah. in your missions. Yeah, you can heat. No, I won't because wrestlers don't know who I am. Yeah. Um, not over. Yeah, man. Uh,. Let's see. Uh, Simon said, yeah. Dave says, he cracks up every time Rich says, Simon says. Also, (laughs) I think Oscar (laughs) was going to put over Ember in their eventual third match. Uh, James says, Oscar's about to eliminate four women tomorrow. Stop, Dad. (laughs) You think so? She's not doing no job tomorrow. Yeah. No way. I mean, I guess that's a discussion for a different podcast so yeah. yeah yeah so uh the last match uh that was on there was Lars sullivan and uh cassius ono i was up getting uh something to eat during most of this match it looks like folks weren't really thrilled with this match there on twitter there's a lot of stiff strikes i mean yeah I, I thought it was pretty good uh it wasn't like great but i mean it was a decent opener 
Uh, I think Lars Sullivan looks like two people. He, <laughs> he looks like Fritz Von Erich, and he also looks like... Um, he looks like Nikolai Valuev. Oh, my gosh. That's a, Who's the dude that trained Triple H? Killer oh, Kowalski. Yeah, Kowalski. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he looks like a combo of those two guys. You guys ever seen Nikolai Valuev? He's the, no. he's the largest uh, heavyweight champion in history. I'll, I'll show you guys. He looks just like that dude. Oscar handing that belt off to Ember Moon was exactly why Vince grew Brett. LOL. Um, yeah. Let's see. Oh, yeah, he does kind of look like that guy. Yeah, he does. Well, Lars Sullivan is fucking huge. What, yeah. what did you say about him, Jeremy? Um, I forgot. You talking about Vince McMahon and... Oh, yeah, I said if Vince McMahon saw Lars Sullivan tonight, he, he'll be on the main roster tomorrow. Oh, my God. That man will take out Shane and be the fifth man on the SmackDown Spider <laughs> Series team. And go over everybody. Yeah, real quick. Squash everybody. I just love that they took Chris Hero off the indies to get him under. Yeah, they cool cool that man off. Real quick. And like a year ago in April, we thought we were going to watch him and uh, Nakamura wrestle at TakeOver, so that's awesome. Yeah. They made man not hot real quick. Yes. Uh, Dave says, Lars is just a guy and Ono doesn't add any value. It was just a bad choice for the opener. I kind of tend to. I think Lars is a guy. Um, Dude, I it depends because I feel Lars like I've seen a million the of them. Dude, I can see Lars getting a Braun Strowman push on the main roster. He, he could and getting over. He could be. He could eventually like be on the brand opposite of Strowman yeah. and then be the version of it. Right. I mean, you know, I I can see it going one of two ways. He could either be Bull Dempsey or he could be Baron Corbin, one way or the other. Right. It ain't good, right? <laughs> <laughs> Something interesting that uh, Brian Alvarez has been saying a lot on his show. Wow. Um, you know, we're so used to like the small, fast indie wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Whenever we get like a big powerhouse, it's like something new now. Uh-huh. Or back in the day, it was all big guys, and we get a small guy on something new. Uh-huh. So whenever a big guy comes around, it's kind of like they get over a little bit quicker now because we're so used to right. fast-paced athletic indie guys, and a big guy comes a monster. Then yeah. like, oh, look at this monster guy! He does awesome shit and gets over. Right. Um, I think I don't know. Uh, James says um. Ono wore a Duke jersey and got that ass whipped. Five stars. Fuck you, James. <laughs> Duke all day. Number one, number one team in the country. Um, Michael Grimes says Lars versus Braun. I, I would say that match is right out of uh, the Hawks division. Right. Um, Dave Fennell says if you need to fill the monster role, couldn't Alexander Wolf fill that role? To me, I don't see him as a monster. Like, he's a really athletic guy. Like, he would be doing flips and shit. Like, like if, if I'm thinking monsters, like... Did he mean Killian Dane? Maybe Killian Dane. Like, Killian Dane is raw on the low. Like, yeah. this same dudes, like, have grown a lot. Like, when they first showed it, it was like, what is this? Like... You know what, me? I just like Hoss matches, so uh, two big dudes hitting each other as hard as they can. I'm all about that. It doesn't matter if it's, like, the greatest match in the world. Yeah. I was disappointed that Ono took that loss, and... Uh, it's does, crazy. Does, yeah, let's go back to what Dave was saying. He said Ono doesn't add any value. I disagree with that. Because the dude, clearly, they took the man off the indie scene to to cool his jets he was for the, whatever he was, he was, the was doing. He ticket on the indie scene. Again, speaking to that thing that I said earlier, these are second-rate indie guys. It's like, no, it's Chris Hero. Yeah, this, right. this is one of the last remnants of that 06 class of guys that's been a big star. I just don't think they see him on that level. I think it's that's the physique. problem. It's his physique. Yeah, his attitude. right. Yeah, and, but there are plenty of ways to hide that. 
And also, what they have with the jerseys, right? What they have with the jerseys, and also, like, if you look at Kevin Owens wrestling in basketball shorts, Kevin Owens ready to hoop out here, <laughs> like ready to break ankles. Yeah, Chris Hero ain't nothing to f with. That's all I know. Yeah, he's like Lars ain't tall. James says uh, Lars ain't tall enough to be a main roster monster heel. He's just ugly like a gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think that was something we were saying about the authors of pain, like how much bigger they look than everyone at in NXT, and then when they Get there and you're the standing, roster, yeah. you're standing across from Sheamus, and it's like he's looking you eye to eye, like <laughs> oh, you're a monster no more. Well, yes. what's, what's going to be dope is when they join the Shield, and then the Shield becomes a five man team. Ah, oh, ah, <laughs> oh. or Roman kicks out uh, Seth and Dean and says, you know, we got it. We, you know, we're the real Shield now. Right. That would require him going heel, which will never happen. True, <laughs> true. Uh, but o- overall, final thoughts on the show. Um, how, how do we re- look at this from top to bottom? The last takeover, I think everyone was raving about it, saying it was like one of the best ever, right? The last takeover. Yeah, the show. last takeover. So this probably wasn't better than that, but I mean... It was, Hell no. This is <laughs> a really good takeover show. I mean, you had a four and a half star uh, match. You had another like close to four star main event or co-main event. The, the main event was kind of close to four stars. And I mean, you can't really say anything too bad about the opener of the women's match. I thought, overall, I mean, I'd give it, like, a solid B-plus as a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really... Maybe an A. Like, I think... Yeah, I think probably not. It, if we're looking at, like, everything tonight accomplished, it, it basically gave... They quenched that War Games thirst, regardless of what the real no, War Games. No, it did not. No, it did not. <laughs> it did not. This man is still thirsty. Yes. This man is thirsty yes. over here. You, you got to see two cages. You had two rings. No. And, and no. They, you, you can't say that, that they didn't do it. Um, I'd rather watch a freaking Elimination Chamber match. Oh, Rance, I, I, don't have it, I don't have it all uh, synced up like that. If you want to call, you can probably call, like, Jeremy on Facebook Live, and you can speak out loud to that. I just have my phone hooked up over here going live. But What's up, Rance? Uh, how was the show uh, live, Rance? Tell us about those uh, fans that weren't, like, on the other half of the... Oh, man. <laughs> Josh hit low already. <laughs> Tell us about it. We, they were hiding. Obviously, I wanted to get the live report. Oh man, happened. yeah, um, yeah, man. Uh, but um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, uh, if you're looking at things they accomplished tonight, like they made another new star in the Velveteen Dream. Like he's, I think, the future of NXT. That dude's a star on a sh- on like in on a brand where. WWE doesn't have stars like that on the main brand. They don't mm. have characters. Right. This dude's a fully formed character at 22 years old. I mean, granted, when they brought someone up who was a fully formed character, like, say, Tyler Breeze, they ruined him, so they might ruin Velveteen Dream, but there's so much upside with that kid right now. He could be world champion. Aleister yeah. Black is another fully formed character that should be on the main roster. Like, what more does he need to develop in NXT? Like, yeah. he has a full gimmick move set. Like his entrance, is no, awesome. it's, and, and, yeah. and he has a crowd in the palm of their hands. Like right now, right. Um, James says another quality takeover. The problem Brooklyn Three is the best uh, card WWE has ever produced. No, it's not. Like seventeen's better. No, bro. Yeah, like, if you look, at, if you look, at, if you look at star ratings, like it's, it's literally the greatest North American show in the last forty years. It was only two hours. So, like, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Brooklyn 3 is better than Brooklyn 1. Like, if you take out that Sasha Bailey match, what else you got? Like, I mean, you have that ladder match in the main event, but that ladder match was clearly outdone. Like, right. it was a whole nother level. Um, 
Do you remember anything else from Brooklyn One? Listen, Ring of Honor, I'm pretty sure has had like better shows. I'm like fairly certain that they've got no six show that's better than uh, that Brooklyn Three show. I'll look it up and I'll get back to you. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Ransmore says Dream, bitch. <laughs> um, David Finnesville says not better than SummerSlam 2002. Bro, there, there's like there's matches on there that pull it down. Like if you're talking like the greatest shows ever on there, they had um guys. The best what show what of all was time it? Is WrestleMania 17. What was it? They had uh, five matches and all of them were over four stars. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You were there, so you know it. it you know you have to you have to tell us about that one, uh, Dave. But if you just look at the stats on it, you know. These, okay, facts, ju- facts just, are facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just you know. Oh, um, ju- I, there is a report. Drew McIntyre might have been possibly injured tonight. He looked like it. Shoulder. Yeah, uh, yeah it looks like he might have had a shoulder injury tonight. Uh oh. There's yes. reports coming out. I just Uh-oh. thought uh, read you a little something from the dirt. A little something, something. <laughs> uh oh. Exposing the business. Yeah, but uh, Rance, if you want to call, like I guess, like call up and give us the the uh, live report. Uh, or Jeremy can get you on um, on the messenger uh, caller or whatever, and, and put you on a speakerphone here, and you can talk to folks about it. But um, what are you guys looking forward to tomorrow? Uh, mostly, I talked uh, to James about it, so I, I didn't really get to talk to you guys the, all. The Bar versus Usos, I think, is going to be really, really good. Those are both teams that can go ball to the wall on pay per view, and they're going to be looking for um, that spotlight to take. So I think that match is going to be really good. Also, the Shield versus New Day should also be a really, really good match. So those are the two top matches I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. Jason Jordan. <laughs> and what he does, like, who's he going to run it with? Is I, he going to attack Kurt? If you had to, if you, if you got, had to put a percentage of it. On. Okay, what up, Rance? I think we can hear you a little bit. Go ahead and talk again for us. Ooh, that sounds bad. Yeah, you're breaking up, man. Uh, Brooklyn three five matches, only one was under four stars. A three point seven five. That's what James said. Okay, he ended the call there. Uh, no, to be honest, I'm looking forward to watching AJ Styles prove why he's the best wrestler in the world tomorrow. Better than Omega. No, I don't know I about that. Better than but... Okada. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't know about that. Like, yeah. I just have the fear that he's going. To... They're going to do it's the same. City? Yeah. They're going to do the Brock Lesnar match. And AJ's just going to bump around for that man for 10 minutes and F5. Michael Grimes says, once Nikki Bella comes out, I'm turning off my TV. Well, Michael, have no fear. Um, they it's did Natalia. announce yeah, they announced it on WWE's Twitter account that it is Natalia, but we're not out of the, the woods here. Nikki Bella can fully attack her and, uh, and, and take her place. Well, let's try Rance again. Hey, Rance, what's going on, man? Hey, yeah, yeah, we can hear you. What's happening? How y'all doing? Good, man. How about you? Bro, I'm lit, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, man. Tell, tell us, tell us about the live experience, man. Like, like, what, what was the, uh, the biggest hit in the building? The big, oh, easily, well, for, easily the biggest hit in the building was Undisputed Era and Adam Cole. Hmm. The Adam Cole baby, like, resonates through your soul when they say that. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Say his name. The crowd over. 
Yeah, man. So y'all hear that, everybody? Rams Morris and, and, and three other dudes were responsible for getting over the Velveteen. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't, no, I didn't hear that hear one. That, yeah. that didn't come up on yeah, the camera. They were showing the other ring on the screen, so we couldn't see the match on the screen. That's the wrong ring. <laughs> yeah, we were saying that's the wrong ring. So wow. It started throughout the whole, the whole arena, but guys, what I tell you, the, the card, even the Lars Sullivan Cash's Holo match, which wasn't very good, still was, we appreciated it because it's a takeover, man. Everything from top to bottom was top notch. The done. Uh, Gargano match when y'all see it Wednesday, amazing. Really? Yes. Bro. What would you uh, Like they went at it, dog, and uh, they went at it, bro. And the crowd was was believe it or not was more over for the Bruiserweight than they were for Gargano. Five star rating, go. Oh, uh, the whole just the main card or no or for the the, the Gargano for the Gargano match. I would I would give it. Three and three quarters to four stars. Mm, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be fun to watch next week. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, the uh, the uh, Velveteen Dream, or excuse me, uh, the title match. Like, what what did they make of the title switch in the building? Oh, bro, you, that was nothing but two cats. The crowd was, and it, it's something about Houston because we're a majorly Hispanic area. Yeah, and always for Hispanics here. The crowd was one hundred percent behind Andrade. And uh, especially uh, with uh, Rosita, what's her name on WWE? Uh, Little Vega. With her getting involved, it just got the crowd that much more hype. And Drew was awesome. No disrespect to Drew at all. But it was Andrade's night from the, very, from the moment he walked out. Right. From the moment he walked out, it was his night. And, and we felt it. And like, I was thinking, we like... Felt, we were shocked he won, but we felt it. And I, I, I was thinking, like, you know, there... Do you feel like there's something around McIntyre right now where, where folks are about to turn on him? Because I, I felt like, you know, like we talked about it a little bit earlier on the show, like like that felt like that was in the air. I think we know Drew is a better heel. Yeah. I think that's what it is. And one thing that happens a lot in NXT that we noticed is we turn on the top guy quick, pretty quickly because the next guy comes up pretty fast. Right behind so him. it's not so much... Right, so it's not so much a turning on them, it's a, I'm ready for the new guy to go ahead and get crowned. Because they come up so fast. Like, Andrade, we, we're happy you won, but we're ready for Alpha to get the belt by WrestleMania. Like, so it's so quick, you know, and you would think it wouldn't be as quick with uh, there being, what, five takeovers a, uh, a year? But it moves so fast, it seems like. And Drew's never been a good face to me. I don't, I've never been a big fan of the Alpha anybody baby face, because there's no real character behind that. But we've seen Drew as a fully formed character like uh, Josh was saying earlier as a bad guy, as a antagonist, as a heel. So I think this will help him uh, because it's one thing. Some people are better with the chase. Some people are better being chased. Drew seems to be better chasing. So he's going to be like Big Daddy Cool Diesel after he lost the title in 1995 to Bret Hart, and then he comes out there on the um, on the commentary, and he's making all types of shoot insider comments about how he was unhappy, and then he starts beating up the little guys, right? <laughs> well, he, did that in, he did that in TNA, so why not? <laughs> 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 he did that in uh, so why the hell not? 
Kevin Nash was the best X Division <coughs> competitor of all time. <laughs> <laughs> he is, yes. Uh, James says Styles greater than Omega. Omega ain't dragging Baron Corbin, kicking and screaming the great matches. Omega's wrestling Okada and Naito. Um, the, the, the things that Styles produced with those guys are nowhere near what Omega produced with them. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Omega can have a five star match with anybody. <laughs> the real world champion. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Rance. Thanks for calling in, man. Like, I, I don't want to hold you up. I think Josh has one more question yeah. for you. Rance, tell us about the attendance. So I'm gonna be completely transparent. It was disappointing. It was really disappointing. Um, so the section across from the camera was full. The section on my side, which was facing the the Tron, was pretty much full. But there were tar- the 400 section, which is the top section of the arena, was completely closed off. Um, the section where the camera crew is, uh, that was completely tarped off. The section, uh, kind of behind the screen in the corner on the camera side was tarped off. And there were random, like, the, so I sat, um, in 113, but in row 23. Three rows behind me, which is about 10 more rows, was tarped off. So it was really disappointing. And, uh, we, Josh, me and you had a podcast that never came out that we talked about stuff like this. But I wasn't, a, I wasn't a believer that, oh, there's dire straits. And I'm still not. But that's disappointing as hell for me to see it with my own eyes. Like, I kind of got slapped with the reality that these tickets aren't selling like they probably should. And I don't know if it's a price thing, because the injuries, I think, is still there. If it was Survivor Series that was like that, I could understand that because, you know, I get it. People are just enamored with it. This is takeover. There's never been a takeover that disappointed. Right. And it seems so darling. And for it to still be not sold out, uh, it's, that was just one as hell. So, no. I sat on seat one and two, and there were five seats next to me on my left that were completely empty. Now, now Rance, this, this is something, this, this is something that, um, uh, Jeremy had mentioned to me, like, how much do you think, like, the post-Hurricane Harvey maybe had, like, an effect on, like, the attendance here? That's a good point, because my homeboy was sitting me right now. He lost his house. He's staying in his trailer with some friends, and I had to pick him up. I paid for everything tonight. No dish. I ain't trying to put you out there or nothing. But, yeah, and whenever I buy tickets, I buy two, because you never know. So, had I not screwed him, he wouldn't have went. Uh-huh. So that might play a big part in it. I, so I hadn't thought about that because um, things have kind of gotten back to normal. But there's still, like, my my parents are still in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, so things haven't really gone back to normal as much as I may want to think. That's a good point. That it could be the case because Houston always gives a good crowd. Right. There's a four big – the population crowd. is, like, is, is the fourth biggest city, like, in the United States and – and Absolutely. pretty much like I, I, I would have expected like to see uh, a heavier thing, but maybe it was a situation where War Games might have not been the draw, or McIntyre wasn't the draw, or well, the I, deal is they don't have the same like top yeah, level like draws that they've had for NXT in the past. Well, I'm not sitting here trying to to bring it bring up the attendance to say, oh, this is indicative of you know the brand's appeal or anything like that, because I don't think that's the case. I think the that NXT is still a hot commodity. I think it's more just I just want I noticed that on the camera that yeah. half the crowd wasn't there and I just wanted And they, and they stayed away from it. Rance wasn't 
there, so I thought he could just let us in on what's going on because, again, like he said, we haven't seen that for an NXT. We've seen it for SmackDowns, things like that, but not NXT. That's kind of strange. Uh, James said, James said, Rance, what are you doing at a takeover? That's wrestling, not sports <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate character work. Yo, Rance, for I you. I appreciate character. I appreciate entertainment. NXT may be great wrestling, but there are fully formed characters more so than the main roster. Mm, that's so true. I've been an NXT guy from the very beginning, from Would, the old Hulu day. Were you listening to the show earlier when I called you out and I said consistency? No, no, I, I literally just got on the call. Oh man, I gave uh, you a shout I, out. I'm at my boy's house and I just saw the Facebook group, so I, I, I didn't hear what you said. I just, I don't remember because I've been drinking, but, uh... <laughs> it, it was something that we were like, consistency! <laughs> I gave you a shout-out. It was pretty funny. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, hey. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we dropped the podcast today. It was a preview. I hate to get do a T-pop. We gotta have Josh back on soon. We will. Um, but, hey, man, call me out if I have no problem admitting if I'm wrong or take any criticism. Because I'll be out there on some shit. I know that. Me and Rich go at it all the time. Uh, so I'm, I'm okay with that. But it's fake, Rance. Look, we look. We shouldn't even we, look. We shouldn't even be arguing, Rance, because it's fake. Look, we, we shouldn't even we shouldn't even disagree. Oh my god! Oh my god! Y'all be, y'all be going down this is the same thing as politics it's all the same <laughs> yeah it's all the same politics are fake too politics is a work I was like, look, did you did you see that did you see the last election <laughs> <laughs> it's a work it's a work uh, and James also said that's why Finish Show keeps asking about the freaking ab contest. Sports entertainment trolls. <laughs> Yo, did, that, did, did, did that happen? Did they show that? No. Oh, oh, did they do that? The ab contest? No, not at the show. Oh, wow. Yeah, they didn't show it. I mean, you'd know more than we did. Yeah, well, I didn't know if that was something they did off camera or something. Nah, bro. Unless it's on like YouTube or something, it wasn't on the, it wasn't the card. Oh man, Simon said there was no gender on NXT. Why was Rance there? Damn. Where's the consistency? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, he's not at that show either. He's going to screw AJ tomorrow. Maybe so. Well, yeah, man. Thanks for calling in, man. We don't want to hold you up. I know you're out there, like, trying to probably get something to eat after the show and all that. Get laid out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. I just had to call and talk to you boys, man. Y'all be good. Yeah, man. All right. All right, man. But, uh, yeah, I I, I guess we can can leave it there. And thank you guys for listening to the post show uh, for our uh, NXT TakeOver. Make sure you guys listen to Social Suplex, the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Uh, I'm going to download this video into audio form and get it, you know, on the podcast feed, so we'll be able to listen to this back if uh, you missed it. Uh, we got the Ricky and Clive uh, show just started. Yep, from Scotland. 
from what? Scotland. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, international, baby. International out here on you boys. I just want everyone to know, you did not watch the War Games match. <laughs> you did not watch War Games, no matter what WWE may tell you. This was not, it was like, there is no sex in the champagne room. You did not see a War Games match. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, we got the SMC podcast. Uh, what's up to those guys? And of course, One Nation Radio. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow afternoon um, for um, with me and James and whoever else would like to call us. Y'all can feel free to call in. Um, and in 2018, we're going to be launching Talk Is Young Boy. Talk Is Young yes. Boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. We were talking to some other folks about shows. Simon, where you at? Um, so I, I need to hear that uncut fury of Simon um, <laughs> for, for for 30 to 45 minutes every week. Just like freaking going off on the product. Yes. 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 Killing the business. Killing the business. <laughs> yes. Major podcast. Uh, Michael, we usually do it around noon and we do it live on the um, Facebook group just like this. Um, if not, like we, we might do a post show tomorrow. Never know. But, um, yeah, that's going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, you guys want to let them know where to find you and all that? Yeah, you can find me in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> We're right in my apartment in Wesley Shores. It's dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can follow me at Twitter at Jeremy L. Donovan. Make sure you follow at Social Suplex. And check out SocialSuplex.com. A lot of columns dropping by me, uh, Brian, and Rick. A lot of great content. Check it out. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, you you can listen to the podcast, you can read the columns, you can listen, you know, talk in the group and all that. We just want y'all to remember one thing. Man, all this shit is fake, though. <laughs> Peace. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow. That's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.